0: All right, we're going to talk about joy today. Uh, the difference between joy and happiness. All right, this is Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. So we get this words or this subject confused. Um, a lot of people, you know, talk about happiness. Okay. Um, so I'm a I'm a big word person. I like entomology, and people often use words in a wrong way. Um, I'm not so particular, but um, the fact of the matter is, if if we don't bring back definitions to what they're originally intended, then it becomes there's so many things that's changed, even from when I was young. You know, if um, you know now, my you know one of my my son will say something and he'll use a term and I'm like, is that a good term or is that a bad term? Uh, one of his uh, the friends, uh, this girl, uh, she would have been, she's 16 years old. She said, you know, your dad is so something. And he had sent a picture of me and him over to her and, and he said, no, that's really good. It it's, didn't sound good, <laughs> but it, and he said no. It's it, it's uh it, it's like you're cool, you know, or you look um, whatever. Okay. Well, anyway, the point of that is, um, I I do uh, get I get uh, I guess frustrated would be the word sometimes when I hear words not used in proper context, okay? Because it's easy to manipulate people. Uh, I come from a Christian background, okay? I'm not here to say Things I'm just unapologetic about it, but there's a lot of other religions uh, would fall into the cult area. They use a lot of the same terminology I do. Matter of fact, they can knock on my door and we can have a conversation. I don't do this, but we can have a conversation and it sounds like they believe just like me, yet they're from a completely different background. And according to what they believe, and according to what I understand, they don't believe the same God. They don't believe the same Jesus. They talk. They use the word Jesus. They use the word grace. They use the word. Um, there's just a lot of terminology in there. But when it is got a different context behind it, it doesn't mean the same. Listen, I was in a relationship, you know, a marriage where. I finally figured out she had a different Jesus. Oh, we went to the same church, we read out the same Bible, but you know what? You can go to the same Bible, you can go to the same context of something and pull something, extrapolate something completely erroneous that's not even as to what's talking about. Now you say, well, why is your quote in Jesus? Um, real and not her Jesus. Okay, it's easy because number one, um, if you have the Jesus of the Bible, um, you will each day act more like the Jesus of the Bible, <laughs> okay? Um, you know, it's not that you can't sin. It's not that you can't fall and fail and, and even royally mess up. But what a believer does is acknowledges their wrong. Um, it's it's called humility, and it's a it, all of this stuff is a part of the fruit of the spirit of God. So that's why we get into joy. It didn't say the fruit of the spirit is happiness, because happiness is based on happenstance, um, circumstances. Okay, so I go out to the mailbox. I you know, open up uh, something or another and or maybe somebody decides to send me some money on PayPal, which it's happened and it's happened, you know, a few times more than a few times. And I'm like, wow, whoa, that's amazing. Oh, my gosh, that I am, don't even know what to say right now. Um, it makes me happy. But as sure as that happiness comes, that happiness can go. Because let's say I got a five hundred dollar check. This just happened to me not long ago. My transmission went out. Fortunately for me, um, uh, the, you know, I it was under warranty and so forth. But it would have been about I think the bill was like around seven thousand dollars. I'm serious. That's ridiculous. But if I was happy on the $500, i am driving down the road and my transmission goes out, what's $500 to a $7,000 car problem? Now, that just went down. But internally, I can have a certain joy and I can kind of laugh and I can say, well, At least I got some money to tow it. At least I got some, you know, whatever. Um, I can buy myself a lunch today. Um, Point of all that is, is imagine living a life that you were wanting or you were trying to pursue happiness because that's what all of Hollywood does. And I'm not an, uh, you know, for in of itself against the people of Hollywood, but the concept of Hollywood, absolutely. Because number one, um, a lot, most of the movies, the TV shows and stuff that they put out is, um, you know, finding happiness. So you're a, a good, solid, married, uh, you know, man, you've got kids and, and uh, you, you know, you're all of a sudden some person pops up in your life that uh, seems like they would be a better fit for you and your pursuit is happiness, so I'm gonna leave my wife and my kids and go pursue a relationship. That's horrible, okay? Um, Now, I'm not talking about staying in an abusive relationship. I'm talking about pursuing my own happiness where it hurts others. So we can pursue happiness to some degree and be Fine with that. I'm, I'm I'm, all for everybody being happy. My gosh, my last name is Mick Laughlin, okay? I like to laugh. I mean, a lot of people, when they see me, they they hear me on here because I sound like I got a kind of a, um, maybe a serious voice. Some people say I have a very serious look. Um, I've had people tell me that I have a, uh, I don't know, a scary look or something. I don't know what that means. Um, but you know, it, it, it I guess... What what I'm trying to say here is because we pursue happiness, it is like, it, okay, let's say my happiness was dependent upon the weather. So I posted yesterday that happiness is like a thermometer, okay? Well, the other day, a few days ago in, in the state of Ohio, I was happy. It, it was warm out. The sun was shining. Um, and I actually felt more happy okay Uh, so happiness is a god-given emotion and the weather was conducive to create I like being outside like my windows open I like the fresh air Um, and then all of a sudden the next day it takes a nosedive and uh, we were like in the 50s okay well the prior week to that we were in the 80s and now we're you know just maybe a week ago or so we had where it was, we had freeze warnings at night. So it, it, it's just like Ohio weather. It goes up and it goes down and it goes up and it goes down. Now, here's what I'm encouraging you to do, all right? Is to realize that happiness is a lot of times out of your control. Um, for instance, there's been days that I I felt great going to bed, and I woke up with a terrible headache. Maybe even through the night, and then I had to go get an ice pack and maybe take some medicine. I you know I used to get a lot of headaches. I don't get very many anymore, but um, it, it happened. You know the sinus stuff with the change of weather, and I literally woke up like at three in the morning, and I was like, oh my goodness, my headache. Well, I'm not happy about it. I got to get up and I got to feel tired and all that stuff you know well now inside my room right now it's a little chilly outside it's like 50 degrees out right now okay I'm not going to have my windows open at 50 degrees and enjoy sitting in my house okay however I do have a little heater off to my right you might hear it in the background just a little heater and it's on a low setting and it just it's keeping my environment regulated okay so on that heater it has a thermostat which i can control okay is that making sense i can control a thermostat i can't control a thermometer now, I can take that thermometer and drive down to Florida and make it, you know, the temperature go up. Not a bad idea. But I can't change my my circumstances typically, okay? Now, I, I with with this, I can go over there and turn it down and make it where it doesn't come on. I can turn it up to where I'm miserably hot. So, joy is an inside job. It's, you can have things going on outside, like it's gloomy right now. It's gray, it's overcast, it is chilly outside. There's a chance of rain today. All the reasons why some people don't like to live in Ohio. Now the days that Ohio has that's sunny and pretty, you just can't hardly beat it. But there's too many of these overcast days that a lot of us actually struggle. I struggle with a little bit of seasonal depression. I'm not a clinically depressed person, not at all. But I do experience times where I feel depressed because of the weather. You see, that's circumstances. So joy is a fruit of the Spirit. God gives joy. Now, you can have joy... um, as a person who is not of faith, absolutely, you can have a sense of contentment inside, um, n- not the quite the level that a believer has. I don't believe it at all. Now you say, "Well, I know a lot of Christians and they don't have joy." Well, that's not that's because they don't have the fruit of the spirit. Doesn't mean that um, they're you know they're not bearing that fruit. I mean, I've been there. I mean, doesn't mean that I wasn't a Christian at the time. But there's a lot of things that can affect our joy, um, you know, uh, sin for one. Um, you know, if, if I was rude, if you know what else can affect um, joy, if, if you're tired and you're hungry and you're, and, and you're getting beat down, you get spiritual attacks and, 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 if, and you've got to fight against that stuff. I mean, I, I said the other day, I got a call that I wasn't happy about two days ago and I've got to figure out some things I got to you know get moving on and I don't know what I'm going to do at this point but it's going to be okay you know why because I'm choosing to believe that it's going to be okay I could live in worry and anxiety I could live Thinking, oh my goodness, what does this mean? What does all of this mean? Um, and, uh, and this is terrible that I have to deal with this. And I could sit there and I could generate inside myself a point of discontentment, a point of fear, anxiety, and I can sit there and repeat things through my head and then I'm gonna end up in a bad place. Or I can say, you know what? God has always been faithful to me. And why would I worry now? You know, I've been in a lot of precarious places. And you know, when you go through a situation like uh you know that a lot of us have gone through, um we we've been in a lot of bad places emotionally. You know, I I, I would say that in those you learn if you're paying attention and you have the opportunity to learn that God is faithful. He's absolutely faithful. It is It is amazing. He sometimes will let us kick and scream and oftentimes he's just waiting for us to give up. He's waiting for us to be like, okay, I surrender. I can't do this without you, Lord. Now that's a place that he can work with you, because if you know anything about, and I've discussed this before, but if you know anything about, you know, swimming, uh, you know, rescue, they always say wait till the person is almost drowned or exhausted, because if not. You jump in, they're going to pull you under just trying to survive and you're both going to drown. Because it's hard to overpower somebody that is clinging to life. Now, they, in their brain, if they could shut it off in their panic and relax and let you just take them to shore, but that oftentimes doesn't happen. And good, solid swimmers have drowned because they were pulled under by the person they were trying to rescue. Now, some of you, when—that's why you have to be careful when you get into this stuff, and you're helping people out. You're on the on a phone or on a message or in a in a work or activity, and sometimes if you're not strong, a person can pull you under. I this actually happened um, in um, my life. Not me. It didn't happen to me, but it happened. Um, to somebody that I know. And I watched that person go in to rescue them out of their emotions and out of their um, sexual addictions and things like that. And when they went to help, they only became um, a part of that problem. Okay. They actually were now um, dealing with that same things because diving into it they fell for it okay they were diving into somebody else's life in order to pull them out but actually they got pulled in that is why even so many psychologists counselors um i'm all for them if you're listening or if you (laughs) half of them are crazy And a lot of them have gotten in trouble themselves or they haven't got caught yet for seducing the other, you know, uh, maybe it's same sex, maybe it's opposite sex, whatever it is, okay? Um, There's a situation in Springfield that I am very uh, aware of and uh, some people that I know very personally got involved with and uh, the the quote-unquote Christian counselor And I say the quotes because just because he said he was a Christian doesn't mean that he was. Um, But the fact of the matter is he he was helping marriages by helping the wife. And then part of his his plan, I'm laughing, but it's really not funny. He seduced the women. And I think there was at least 30 that he had sex with. Uh, He's a married man. He's got children. Yet part of his healing process was he was going to somehow, he was the savior. He was um, somehow, you know, whatever. I don't understand that. It's perversion. It's confusion. And you know what it did to a lot of the women? A lot of the women end up becoming um, suicidal, depression, all kinds of things because of what he did to them. Now, that is very deviant. He's there to help. And he's only um, exasperated. I can't even say that word. Um, the the problem. He's made it worse. How's that sound? Um, so the point of it is is joy is an inside job that no matter what you are going through, like the apostle Paul in in Philippians of people that don't know that he was in jail and jail wasn't like the jail here. It was, a, he was in prison. He was in a horrible, horrible place. They didn't have TVs and weight rooms and um, you know, uh, decent uh, conditions that we're used to here in the United States. I'm not saying it's a joyful place to be in. I used to go in and minister to the convicts in prison and of course i wouldn't want to live there of course i wouldn't even want to spend i don't even like being there while i'm there i'm there for the people not because of the experience of a you know uh, a very institutionalized place but great lighting clean bathrooms the whole thing right um even the the inmates seemed clean um on the outside that is Definitely not on the inside. Some of them found freedom on the inside because they found Christ. And some of them, while they were serving time for maybe murder, which is where I was at in the in in, in that area, it was in uh, you know a, a max prison, and it was mostly murderers. And some of them found joy while being incarcerated because they found freedom. Because they found Christ, in whom Christ said, if, you know, if you know the truth, and so it's the truth that you know, not just truth in of itself, but the truth that you know will set you free. So they were free while they were in prison. They had joy. Even though they may spend the remainder of their days behind bars. See, that doesn't make sense. Now, now, what, is some of them happy at times? Yeah, maybe there was... Uh, something funny happened and they laughed and something was happy but you're not going to you you can't really expect for them to show a lot of happiness while they're there when you're in a bad relationship you're not happy when you're coming out of the relationship you're definitely not happy you're confused and you get out and you're not happy but you can have a joy that surpasses this understanding because God gives you a peace, a joy. It's an internal thing that you can decide that you're going to have joy no matter the storms. No matter the trials, you can have joy. I've watched people on their deathbed dying of a horrible disease when I was in ministry and I would go and I'd be on the sides of people's bed and I would see this joy and I was thinking how in the world but you know I I don't know and I don't understand it but I can say this that the person wasn't happy they were suffering but there was a certain part of joy I've seen old people that couldn't do a lot of anything but have a great sense of joy So, joy is not manufactured, happiness is manufactured. You can create certain happiness and make things happen to make you happy. Okay, that's where the word comes from. Or you can have an internal peace called joy. Most people have never experienced it. Just like people may look calm on the outside, but they don't have an inner peace inside because if they've got fears and turmoil and things like that, they are a storm on the inside. While the outside, they can have everything going around them perfectly fine. I know what that is like when you go through PTSD and you get all of this anxieties and you get all of this hyper and you have the storms inside and you do not have peace in your soul. I mean like a deep rest peace. That's what God wants for you. And that's what I want from you. Um, I would like to see, you know, everybody that I know, of course. How much more does God want that in your life? I hope you learned something today. Take it with you and and um, in, in realize, ask God. Ask God for that fruit of joy. Because it says that the fruit of the Spirit is, is love, joy, peace, Gentleness, kindness, faith. I probably missed some things in there. But we can have joy. Even when we don't have our circumstances all lined up. Because as I found out, as a man in my 40s, (laughs) once you get over one trouble, just another one comes. So you might as well learn to have joy because something's going to go wrong, (laughs) you know, whether it would be with your health or your vehicle or your child or um, your whatever it would be. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And of course, as always, overcome evil with good.